Welcome to the Contractor Success Map Podcast. I'm your host, Bradley Hart, and I'm an expert on how you can get the most out of your contracting company. The reason I designed this show is to help you turn your contracting company from a people-dependent money pit into a process-dependent cash cow to have the freedom you dreamed of when you start your business. Every Friday, we're releasing podcasts with information to help you get the most out of your contracting company. Be sure to join us at www.contractorsuccessmap.com and subscribe to receive our latest articles and special offers. And the best part, it's all free, just for you. Well, thank you for joining us. This is, my name is Randall Lee Hart, and I am the construction accountant here at Fast Easy Accounting. And today's guest is Sean Cavanaugh. I've known Sean since late 2013, and I trust him. And I find him to be a very knowledgeable and capable in the subject of owning, operating, and growing plumbing and mechanical companies as well as a skilled marketing expert for all contractors. So he's going to give us his story on some of his experiences owning and operating and being involved in a plumbing company. Parts of it are going to be a little bit rough around the edges. It's, it's not bad. It's just a little rough around the edges. Sean's a great guy. He tells it like it is. I have nothing but the utmost respect, and confidence in his abilities. Let's move on to the interview. Sean, welcome to the program. How are you? Thanks, Randall. For, thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. Just happy to have you here, Sean. What I'd like to do is, uh, can you give our guest some, I want to spend some time and give us a, a real deep background on yourself and where, you're, where you came from and how you got into uh, the plumbing business and what has happened since then. Okay, well, that's a what a long, strange trip it's been, you know, in the famous words of the Grateful Dead. Uh, obviously, my name is Sean Cavanaugh. I've been in the plumbing business in Chicago for, in some capacity, for about 22 years. My main goal for coming on the show and, and, and doing this with you is I, I really, you know, there's never been more um, technicians or, or tradesmen that are that are opening up their own companies as they are right now. So so there are tons of one man shops and two man shops, you know, a guy and a helper. And it really bothers me that nobody tells them how this can go. You know, how well it can go and how really, really bad it can go. And the consequences right. behind it. That that's something that that's why I feel so passionately about what you write. I mean and I really, really do because you tell people, but unfortunately, not everyone listens. And I just want to, sometimes I want to take someone by the shoulders and I want to shake them and just say, give me 15 minutes of your undivided attention, please. Let me just tell you how great this can be, but how sucky this can be too. Right. You know, and so that's why I want to be on here because I want people to go, okay, here's a guy, you know, they, they, they were smart. You know, they did great work. I mean, no one can ever say we didn't do phenomenal work. And um, and they couldn't make it work. You know, it's just no matter what we did, we couldn't make it work. But I, I believe that if I had met you seven or eight years earlier, I think I could have made it work. Very likely, yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, but there's a lot of things I've learned after the fact. You know, I, I can sit back armchair, like an armchair quarterback, and I can I can see what we did wrong. I, I can see the – I can almost pinpoint the days that we made the wrong decision. And – uh, having that kind of perspective is is unique. You know, most people don't want to talk about it because it's too because <laughs> it's too painful. <laughs> oh, it is. Oh, Sean. It, yeah, absolutely. The guy that hired me, expert. The guy from Expert Plumbing, 
Kevin Brennan. And I, he tells me I had the most, the best, most expensive education you'll ever get. It was over a million dollars oh. in education. Yes. Believe me, I, I get it. That's really, you're right. They are priceless if you choose to, to listen to them. Uh, right out of college, I began working for my dad. He was the president of a, a large high-rise contractor in Chicago. The name of the plumbing contractor is Litvin Plumbing. They have since closed. The founder passed away around seven or eight years ago. And Litvin was a, a fairly famous plumbing contractor in Chicago, one of the very first high-rise contractors, in fact. They did work in, you know, the plumbing work in the John Hancock Building, Water Tower Place, Marina Towers. You know, if you've ever seen the movie Bullet, uh, you know, the, 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 the Mustang, the green Mustang that goes off the off of the, the uh, building is, is Marina Towers, and they did many others too. So right out of college, my dad hired me because I was you know, doing some wrestling coaching and being a, being a 22-year-old, you know, I mean, n- not unlike many out there. He hired me to help, help with the accounting there, but what happened is I ended up being a purchasing agent. Um, one of the purchasing agents there had quit, and my dad said, Sean, sink or swim. And nothing about plumbing other than the side jobs I'd go on with him, you know, when I was 10, 11, 12 years old. So I, I didn't really know anything about it. So he, he you know, we, we did average of probably 17 million in annual revenues while I was there in the early 90s. So wow. it was it was a daunting task. I mean, it was not an easy thing to do. Um, so I learned a ton at that point from Bob Litvin and my dad about buying commodities. I didn't understand that that plumbing uh, was very linked to commodities, copper, steel, cast iron. I learned about uh, job staging and scheduling trucks and, you know, scheduling loads of cast iron, copper, plumbing fixtures. Um, not only that, I would do, I would do buys for the prefab shop uh, when they were doing vent bars and, and plumbing valves and all that kind of stuff. Um, but what I did learn there is how frustrating it could be and how expensive it could be when deliveries that you scheduled were not there. They didn't show up. They weren't on time. I mean, you can imagine, and I'm sure you tell people this all the time. You've got a foreman, a journeyman, and five apprentices ready to unload 1,100 bathtubs for a high-rise. And they keep telling you it's going to be there, but it never shows up. Oh, I understand. I mean, can you, you can imagine. I mean, go ahead and do the math in your head. You've got five apprentices and, and a guy at $50 an hour and a guy at $47 an hour without their burden. And you're going, oh, my God, I just blew $4,000 because the truck wasn't there. Right. So um, from Litvin, my father and I started Cavanaugh Plumbing in 1998, and we did things slightly differently. We went from being high-rise contractor to being we, – we, we had a special projects division at Litvin, and um, we did tenant build-outs and uh, commercial industrial service. We did roof drains, believe it or not. It was a big part of our business. So we, mm-hmm. so we, yes. t- we took it over to Cavanaugh Plumbing. And um, – Things went great. I, I I didn't want people, I didn't want our men in the field to think that I wasn't going to go through what they went through. So I went and I enrolled at the uh, the plumbing school at Local 130 uh, UA Chicago and went through a five-year apprentice program and graduated, I think, with a 98% average. So I did pretty well while I was Excellent. there. Yeah. You know, I, I didn't, I, again, you know how that is when the, 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 the son of the father doesn't go and do the same thing that the guys in the field are doing. You know, you know how that works. It's not, it's not usually good. Right. So when I, when we started our business, our, our, our goals and our dreams were, you know, the moon. I, I thought in 10 years we would be the biggest plumbing contractor in the city of Chicago. 
Um, but not because I had a plan to get there. It's because we did good work and because people liked us. And you know, and we can talk about it a lot, that's no plan to get you to do $50 million in revenue. It's not. Um, but, but in the first five years, it worked really well. We made a lot of money. We grew. Um, and I'm sure you can attest to this too. Once you start to grow, you tend to do things that you see other plumbing contractors or other contractors, subs do, and that's to get a line of credit. Right. I mean, that's how. Right. Right. You, you, you do well. You're making, you know, you're, you're making well, well over what your guys in the field are making. So you decide you want to take on that million dollar job. So what do you yes. do? You take out a line of credit. Oh, yes. Yes. Mm. So um, we took out the line of credit for five years. It, it was much more tense, I would say, but we were still doing OK. You know what I mean? It was, it was, you know, people started paying slower, um, but it still worked. And then we went, you, you talked about quarters, third quarter blues, you know, we, we, I, I kind of break up the business into three, three, three different quarters. And the third quarter was the last five years. And those were abysmal. In fact, I, I'm convinced they took years off of my life. They were, they were, you know, you know, horrendously the tense times, you know, constantly waiting for the phone to ring. I told my wife I would wake up every single day and have to slip on the Everlast boxing gloves to start pounding on people to pay me. Um, it was, it was brutal. Every single Wednesday I'd have to beat up customers to pay me. And I don't know quite where that got away from me. I, I, that's, that's one of the things I can't pinpoint Randall, and maybe you can shed some light on it. I, I don't know. The last five years, you know, I, I took the line of credit to do bigger work, uh, we decided to take a few of those bigger jobs, those million and a half dollar jobs. And what I found is that I was working for really big GCs at the time. And, you know, I tell, I say this all the time. There are so, there are so many barriers. I think subcontracting is one of the toughest businesses to be in. And, and the reason being is that there are so many variables between you and a profit that it's, it, it takes such diligence for you to, it's not like you, if you know you sell 10,000 widgets, you're going to make this much money because that's your, those are your margins. They're, they're, it's not that simple. You, you know, it, it's, there are so many complex variables. And, and one of them that really hurt us was that during the course of the job, and I know what you're going to say, but I, I'll let you say it. During the course of the job on a million dollar project, we had probably 300,000 in extras on the job, clear cut extras that were not on the drawings. They were not to be assumed that, you know, it wasn't like they missed ball valves and they ex expected us to, to have them there. They were, you know, put in a pool, you know, put, you know what I'm saying? Put in a therapeutic pool. Yep. And the minute I sent my first change order is the minute I got the call from the project manager, the senior project manager questioning every nut bolt floor. I mean, literally every single thing that I did on the extra, they questioned. He opened up a Home Depot book and was looking at, you know, three-eighths hex nuts and washers in, in the book. Um, you know, oh, yeah. I mean, I put in a, an extra floor drain, and he watched my guy how long it took and set, called me up and said, Sean, you have eight hours to put in this floor drain. It took Dean five to, to put it in. I mean, it was that bad. Mm -hmm. And here's the problem. I did... 400,000 in extras and I probably got paid 175 for, for the extras. Mm 
So a winner, a winner job became a very big loser for us. And it just seemed like those things snowballed. And, and I am convinced that I could have stopped that at some point, but I didn't know how. I, maybe I didn't know how to put the controls in to have that stop. I mean, I probably, in hindsight, should have just said, I will not do the work without a sign change order at this price. I don't care. You know, we always, we always said it was a, I think it was kind of a funny saying that we'd say, in, in the spirit of cooperation, we moved forward with the extras so we could keep the job moving. Well, guess what, guys? The spirit of cooperation doesn't get you paid. And so those kinds of things happened along the way. The final straw was in 2012, the end of 2000, and, no, the end of 2011, we did uh, a, a hospital called us up that we had done work for over the last 20 years, 25 years. My dad had worked for the hospital before I was in the business. And they asked us to come in and do, to finish up some of the, um, some of the new buildings, some of the extras that were there. The, the, the um, plumber that had the contract didn't, couldn't do them all. So I, we came in and did them. We were working, we worked through Christmas. We worked overtime, double time. I had, you know, 10 guys there doing, you know, everything. And I, we had a very serious meeting about how much we were working there and when we were going to get paid. And we didn't get paid for seven months. And I, that was the end of our, I told my dad, I, I, that's it. I, we can't do this anymore. And, um, you know, obviously, you know, you, have problems that you know you're not paying yourself you're not you know, your wife is your significant other is is pounding on you and, and rightfully so and so i had to take a stand at some point and 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 say enough's enough well thank you for joining us this wraps up part one of our interview with sean cavanaugh stay tuned for part two and stay tuned for upcoming episodes and how to turn your contracting company into a process dependent cash cow bye for now Thanks for tuning in. You're listening to the Contractor Success Map. If you enjoyed the show, please leave a five-star rating and review here on iTunes. And make sure to head over to www.contractorsuccessmap.com to subscribe to receive the latest articles and special offers. If you'd like to discuss your business strategy, simply click on the button labeled Strategy Session. And the best part, it's all free, just for you.